Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now. Is he here? 15-year NFL veteran. Big Nick. Also author of Behind the Mask. We had him in studio promoting that wonderful book about NFL linebackers who played for a long time. And his Big Nick. In the league. And his giant neck that's not as big as it used to be, but still bigger than ours. <laughs> Takeo Spikes, good morning. What's happening? Top of the morning, fellas. How's everything up in the Big Apple? Everything's good, my man. Namaste. Namaste. So, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, though. I know you guys have had a lot to talk about today since that watching that game last yeah, night. Yeah, huh? definitely. Mm. And the, the Giants mm-hmm. are uh, are in a whole world of hurt. Uh, when you saw that offense yesterday uh, against or last night against the Detroit Lions, were you thinking it was it was more about the Giants' offense and their inability to execute, or more about what the Detroit Lions were were doing defensively to thwart the Giants' efforts? Uh, I don't want to take anything away from the Detroit Lions. Their defense, I thought they played very good defense, very good. But at the same time, if you look at the history of what has happened a week prior, you got to put a lot of blame on the Giants' offense. Uh, very lethargic play. It seems as if they never even came out of the locker room. You know, I, I didn't feel – you know, when you watch Monday Night Football, you it, it charges you up. You get some type of feeling to where you, at least you wish when you're looking at that game on TV, you would like to think that, I mean, these guys understand they're on prime time, and this may be the first time that people get a chance to really see the Giants or the Detroit Lions play. What type of impression do I want to leave in their mind after this game is over? The Giants didn't do that. They didn't They didn't do a good job of that going all the way back. I, I tell you what was disappointing was, you know, the Giants never really have had a true running game but I think they really need to develop one soon. Anytime you go into a game, primetime accident, you're only averaging 3.4 yards a carry. That's collectively, that's bad. So, therefore, it's putting so much pressure on Eli. And Eli didn't, I mean, the obvious, Eli didn't look like the Eli that a lot of people want to see. I I know Eric Flowers didn't play well at all last night, Mm. and I truly believe that that made Eli kind of gunshot. He was shell-shocked. I remember one time he felt like somebody was coming behind him, and he just kind of crumbled to the ground. (laughs) You know, and so, you know, when I see things like this, it's very hard. It's very hard to, to give certain guys the benefit of the doubt. Very disappointing if you're a New York Giants fan this morning. Takeo, when you see Ben McAdoo calling out his quarterback, you had a delay of game there uh, in the red zone. Uh, 
you you've been in those locker rooms. You know, everyone is treated differently. Certain guys you can poke in a certain manner. Others you go about a different tack. Were you surprised that McAdoo called out a two-time Super Bowl champion? Oh, huge! Very surprised. You never usually see that, Jones, mm-hmm. and you you know, and you 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 know that. And I was very surprised. Not only did it, did he do it one time, he he did it several times. Mm-hmm. And for me. Looking behind the lines, I, I know everybody is frustrated, but it's too early in the season for that type of behavior, in my opinion, to go on. It's only week two. So for me, it, it pretty much tells me that these conversations have already been had, maybe at the end of last year, maybe at the, within the first two weeks of this year. He's had these conversations. I guarantee you him and Eli has talked. Mm-hmm. And so for him to come out and to keep reiterating, hey, you know, bad quarterback play, I, I mean, that's that was shocking. And and what I worry about and what I truly, truly worry about is when you have coaches who usually do that, not only is Eli listening, but the entire team is listening. And so, one, some guys react better to being called out if you are that type of coach who does it consistently mm-hmm. all the time. But the problem is, is if you're not that coach who does it all the time, or or at least if you, do, if you don't do it in front of the team, now guys will look at you and be like, who is this guy? Is he playing <laughs> double agent? Yeah. He's trying to save himself? You know, so I, I think that's what it's going to boil down to. Who is being McAdoo on a consistent level? every day with these guys in order for him to call out Eli and that nature. Because at the end of the day, as you guys know, the the, the the eye in the sky doesn't lie. We see what's going on. So as a coach, I don't, I really don't think that you really have to get on TV or anything and just blast your star player like that. Gio and Jones with Takeo spikes across the country on CBS sports radio. Uh, this Lawrence Timmons story is is sad, and I hope that it has a happier ending, but he disappears. The Dolphins don't know where he is. He ends up at LAX trying to get back to Pennsylvania. When you see a guy who plays a position, plays as well as he had for a long time, a lot of big hits, and you hear a story about him you know, leaving the team like that, someone who loves football as much as Lawrence Timmons does, what's some of the things that, that you think about when you hear that story? Uh, I just think family. I think, you know, I it, I thought family. I thought it was a family issue in the beginning. And when I heard about, I haven't been caught up to, to date as far as what's been going on recently within the past 12 hours or so. But when I heard that he was coming from LAX, I, w- I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Lawrence Tennessee, I don't think he's from the West Coast. So for me, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he's going through, but I just hope someone is able to get to him or the guys who usually consistently talk to him all the time. I hope they're able to talk to him just to make sure he's okay. Because that's very, I've never heard of that. I played the game for a long time. I've been watching the game for even longer. And I've never heard of guys just completely just go AWOL on game day. That is so true. Uh, let me ask you about Ezekiel Elliott. We've been debating whether or not he should go full board after a defender who has intercepted or scooped a fumble and, and is attempting to return it. 
Uh, I say he should at least be in the picture frame, if not going out and trying to form tackle uh, the guy. Uh, what say you? No, it's, it's, it's only one person on the football field. If your quarterback throws an interception, it's only one person on that offensive side that probably shouldn't be chasing. Or at least chasing just look like he's trying to get there, but no, he can't get there, and that's the quarterback. If you're Ezekiel Elliott, you got to give me more effort than that. You just, you have to. I mean, you just have to. And I truly believe, I know LT made his comments, LaDainian Tomlinson said that uh, he quit. Just his effort, his body motions on the sideline, he totally disagreed with that. And I get what LT is saying, but I'm going to take it a step further. Primetime said it. You know, maybe the cloud that's over his head, what he's going through, just knowing that he has to sit back and wait because his fate is in somebody else's hand, dealing with, you know, the the litigation from the NFL as far as these guys, they want to suspend him. So I know it's a lot. I, I, can, I can only imagine it's a lot. But at the end of the day, as a professional, if you're allowed to play, I know I went through a lot and – um, my father, he passed when I was playing, and I knew several months because he was diagnosed with brain cancer that he was going to go. It was just a matter of time. But I, I bring that point up just to remind, well, not just to remind, but just to kind of paint a picture to everybody. When I walked away from the field and had to deal with that, it, it tore me down. It was a lot on my shoulders. But when I stepped in between the lines on the field, it gave me a, a chance to not necessarily think about it at the time, but it really gave me a chance to black out everything just for a short period of time. And even though I know Ezekiel is going through what he's going through, when you're on that football field, that's your safe haven at the moment. And so this is your chance to be able to release a lot of frustrations. This is your chance to be able to stay tunnel vision and stay locked in and get done what needs to get done. And so for him to display that type of effort, uh, that's totally unacceptable. Gio and Jones with Takeo Spikes. I mean, do you really think, though, that all that stuff's going through his mind when he makes a decision not to give any effort on that play? Or is it just a guy who is not used to losing, someone who's not used to having eight uh, eight, uh, carries and nine yards or vice versa, whatever the hell it was, and someone who's acting like a baby about it as opposed to, you know, maybe all this stuff that's weighing on him off the field? No, I, I think it's a combination of both. I mean, I don't want to get it twisted and want to sound like, oh, the reason why he did that or he did, he just gave bad effort is because he's going through this. Hey, at the end of the day, Gio and Jones, everybody is going through something. Everybody. So my point is, I'm saying is that at some point, we've all been used to winning. But when you get hit in the mouth consistently, <laughs> you got to step up to the plate. Yeah and say, I'm going to keep battling just to show you you can't break my will. You can't make me quit because it's not in my DNA. And now, unfortunate for him, he's opened up a whole box of Pandora, whatever you want to call it, because every team that feels like, you know what, now the blueprint is open. Now I Mm -hmm. see who you are. Mm -hmm. And now I am going to pull your card every time, and I'm going to make you fight. I'm going to make you quit. 
you know, and so on. That's the problem. So not only do you have to worry about getting every defensive team best effort, but now it's going to become personal because guys know I can affect your soul just by continuing to hit you in the mouth. Mm. Affect his soul. Mm. Get all up in that thing, Gio. Real quick, let me ask you about uh, Vontez Burfick. Uh, can this guy get right? I, I will say this. I saw the last hit, and I, I truly believe his reputation now is preceding him before he gets through the door. Mm-hmm. So, for me, my message to Vontez is, Vontez, hey, Let's take the trip up to New York. Show me what you're seeing on this tape and let me explain to you how I see it on the field. And let's come to a common ground just so I can show you that I'm not trying to bulk the system. I'm trying to work with you because mm-hmm. a lot of the money you're taking, you're taking my retirement money. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want you taking my money like this. So I think he needs to be a little proactive, but uh, at the end of the day, I'll be real. A lot of Vontez, his attitude, his persona, his swagger, you know, that's who he is. And if he if that is taken away from Vontez Burfick, we won't see the Vontez Burfick of the old. We won't see that Cincinnati Bengals defense have that swag to him to where they're going to come out there and it's, it's either you or me. And so I would like – I want him to continue to play – with the reckless abandon that he's always played with, but I just want him to be a little smarter. To and keep, at the end of the day, you, you got to have a little political about you. You know, you got to talk to him. Takio, we always love talking to you. Thanks, man. We love your book, Behind the Mask. Check it out. It's a great portrait of linebackers who have played in a long time in the league. Thanks again, Takio. We'll talk to you soon. Behindthemaskbook.com, baby. There he goes. Pick up a copy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.